Welcome to Voices from the Bench, a dental laboratory podcast. Send us an email at info at voicesfromthebench.com or look for us on Facebook at Voices from the Bench. Greetings and welcome to episode 123 of Voices from the Bench. My name is Elvis. My name is Barbara. How's it going, partner? Going pretty good. How about yourself? You guys busy down there? Yeah, super busy. It's the end of the month, and all of us dental technicians in the world knows what that means. Push, push, push. Yeah. But it's also Friday, so almost done. Wrapping it up. Get out of here and chill out for a little bit. And you know I'm going to lay out in the sun because I live in Florida. Yay. Aren't you guys having hurricanes right now? Seems like a, no. That's what the whole world thinks, but they also think everybody in Florida has COVID. So as soon as those storms come up, and now it's moving farther east, farther east, farther east. So it's probably not even gonna. By the time it gets here, it'll probably be off the coast. So are Floridians disappointed when it's supposed to hit and then it doesn't? No, it's just <laughs> like the toilet paper. You know, everybody goes out and buys water and toilet paper and food and. They get ready for it, and then it never comes. But, you know, it's best to be prepared, so. Yeah. Do you stock up on wine? No, I don't stock up on anything. (laughs) I've lived here my whole life. I know how it goes. Barb don't care about no (laughs) pandemics or national. Mm -hmm. No, we are discussing hurricanes now. Don't put the reputation out there that I don't care about pandemics. I'm just tired of it. That's all. We all are. I'm ready for it to be over. I'm ready to start traveling again. Yeah, and you promised you weren't going to talk about it anymore. So Yeah, you're right. Scratch that. <laughs> well, things are busy here. Good. Yeah, most of our accounts are still well above pre-pandemic Good. levels. I mean, we're just kind of rolling along and uh, actually bringing two employees back. Fantastic. Yeah, happy about that. Things are growing. Awesome. So this week brings us the two gentlemen that started Digital Dental Craftsmen. Have you ever heard of them? Now I have, yes. We interviewed them. Yeah, it's good stuff. You might have seen this group online, checked out one of their many, many educational videos, or even seen the logo at last year's Lab Day Chicago. I had a chance to talk with Jeffrey Tobin, CDT, and Sander Palenko, DTG, who got together about two years ago and put together a group of talented educators to bring together dental technology and the digital workflow. Jeffrey and Sander talk about their labs, how and why they created Digital Dental Craftsmen, how they find their instructors, and how anyone can learn from them for free and what exciting things they're working on to bring DDC to even more technicians around the globe. Sweet. They have some amazing, amazing things in the works. So join us for a chat with Jeffrey and Sander. Whitmix is super excited to announce the new Pro 4K large format 3D printer from Asiga. The open material printer for 385NM and 405NM resins features renowned Asiga reliability and super fast print mode for large batch printing of virtually all print resins. It's ideal for printing any kind of model, dentures, splints, surgical guides, impression trays, and more. As with other Asiga printers, the Pro 4K features the SPS smart positioning system technology which ensures that the build platform is in the correct position when forming each layer providing repeatable accuracy and production continuity the asiga pro 4k dl printer is priced at under 25 
brand, has a large build plate, and is available in both versions. For more information about the Asiga Pro 4K, visit Whitmix.com. We appreciate your support of the podcast, Whitmix. Voices from the Bench. The Interview. I'd like to welcome to the podcast today two gentlemen who are part of a group that founded the Digital Dental Craftsman. Now, I know you guys have a huge presence online, and I'd love to learn more about how you guys got into this. So let's introduce you. So first, we have Jeffrey Tobin. How are you, sir? Very good. Very good. Thank you. Awesome. I see here online you're a registered graduate, a certified dental technician. Yes. Awesome. And then we have Sander Palenko. Yes. Ah, nice. I got it. Master dental technician and part of the Dental Technicians Guild. Uh, Yes, that too, yes. Mm -hmm. Awesome. How are you, sir? Good, good. How are you? Good. I'm doing great. I'm so happy to talk to you guys because I'm online a lot and you guys have a huge online presence of what you're doing. So we're going to get into the whole digital dental craftsman, but I'd like to learn a little bit about how you guys got into the industry. So let's start off with you, Jeffrey. What got you into dental laboratory technology? Yeah, so my dad was a dental technician. There uh, it is. With Dentureman, you know, I grew up watching him doing dentures at home. We came from Colombia, and uh, you know, he used to he used to have his own business back in Colombia, and then you know, make the decision for a better life for your kids. So then they decided let's move to the United States. So we came here. You know, I, I got to see very little of it because I was, you know, when I was little, you know, you don't really don't pay attention to what your father's doing when he's working. Sure. But then time came for, you know, what are we going to do for a living? Like, you know, decide, like, what are you going to do for college and this and that? My mom, I remember her saying, you know, we only have so much money and we want you to do whatever you want to do. But maybe you could start off with something that your father does and then, you know, try to make money so you could pay for, you know, whatever else, which... At that time, I wanted to get into like architecture. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, you know, that's not a bad idea. You know, especially because I feel like a lot of kids nowadays, they, they get to that point where they don't know what to do and their parents don't really advise. And I feel like that was a good advice that they gave me, you know, and, and then it worked out even better because I ended up loving it. I went into New York City College of Technology and I graduated from there with a, a degree in restorative dentistry. That's basically how I got involved. It was just one of those things. My parents really led me in this direction, and and I ended up falling in love with the business. So your father owned the lab, and what was it, a removable lab? Yeah, it was a denture lab in in Colombia. In Colombia. Okay. And then when he came over here, did he open up another lab? No, it's not easy. (laughs) He couldn't do that, especially English was a barrier, things like that. So he ended up working as a dentureman for another lab. Oh, okay. So he's still working for someone else right now. Hopefully not too long. I can get him out of uh, working. For oh, so he's still at the bench. Nice. Yeah, yeah, he's still at the bench. So what did you do when you were introduced? Did you get into removables or were you more into the fix? No, I didn't want to. I didn't want to. He's like, no, don't do it. He goes, get into ceramics. So, he pushed <laughs> me into so I actually did more ceramics, crown and bridge, stuff like that. I mean, I love everything. I mean, even the dentures. Sure. I know how to do them too. Uh, partials, but you know, I I just wanted to get into the the artistic end of things, which I felt was ceramics. You know, like mm-hmm. that's something you create from scratch. You know? so that's kind of how I got involved. And do you own your own lab now? Yeah, yeah, I have my own lab, Design Lab Dental, 
and uh, we are a fully digital lab. We do a lot everything digital. Do you take in regular impressions or not at all? Uh, yeah, not as much anymore. But yeah, I mean, you still kind of have to. Yeah. Sure. Okay. You hear about some of those labs that don't take any, and I wonder how they stay in business. But you hear about them. Yeah, you know, you're going to have to. But, you know, you push them to try to go digital. And, you know, in the beginning, you know, there's always those that are kind of hard-headed. And, but yeah, I mean, overall, I, I've been keeping a, a full digital workflow from beginning to end. So nice. It makes it easier. And are you doing removables or are you fixed only? No, fixed only. Yeah. Sander is more of the removal. What a nice segue. Sanders. <laughs> How did you get into this industry? Hi. Uh, yes. So my parents both are uh, dentists in Ecuador. Oh. I'm originally from Ecuador, from Guayaquil. I came here when I was 17 years old, around 25 years ago. And my mother was working here in, in a lab. I just graduated high school. Ecuador and I came here and I wanted to go into college to study uh, computer science because also you know financial limitations my mother told me you know you have to wait a year if you want to go to the to CUNY you know you can get a financial aid there and um, you know and they have a lot of programs on on what you want to pursue so but in the meantime you know you can do something here in, in the lab where I'm working you know, they are willing to train you. And um, so that's how I got into the field. I, I was trained there for two weeks in the removal department, doing coastal trays and occlusal rims. And after two weeks, uh, you know, I pick it up fast. And then after, after two weeks, I, I, they offered me a job and I worked with them like three years. So I learned, you know, a lot working with, with them, different depart- different areas, different steps of, of removal dentures. Mm-hmm. And then I decided to go to college anyway for computer science. I, I have a, actually I have a bachelor in computer science, and I was doing this after work. So I was working full time in the lab and going full time to City Tech also, New wow. York City Tech College. And for six years, at the beginning, I had to t- I, I took um, uh, English as a second language for two years, and then I was able to do my program. Uh, when I finished uh, college, so I had already five years of experience working in, in, in the dental lab. I wanted to go to take the program, but then I got married. So I just decided to you know, just uh, open a lab on my own. And being that I already had experience doing just you know full dentures and partials. And then that's how I started with my own business when I was 23. Wow. And since then, I've been working on my own. I eventually... Uh, learn to do crown bridge, fix, implants, CAD CAM, pretty much self-taught. Recently, I'm working on getting my CDT. I already passed my two exams. My oh, two nice. Re- yeah, I have to do my practice, my practical uh, next month in August. And currently, I'm teaching, actually. Now, they, they offer me to teach uh, removals, full dentures at, at City Tech. So, I'm, I'm a joint instructor um, for, for them, for CUNY. And... Yeah, pretty much that's how, you know, I got into in, into the field and a little bit about about my, my story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're at City Tech teaching with uh, Renata. Yeah, Renata. Yeah, and, we love Renata. Yeah, Oscar Galvez also. Oscar actually is, right now is the director of the department for removals. The coordinator, sorry, the coordinator. So, yeah, Oscar Galvez is there and um, uh, Justin Marks was there mm-hmm. uh, last semester. He was also part of the removal department. 
So that's where you two probably met, right? No, no. Oh, no, actually, we met two years ago in, in LMT. No kidding. Yeah. So uh, we are in different, uh, obviously, promotions. You know, I'm ten years older than than Jeffrey. So we met actually, uh, yeah, two years ago in LMT. We were introduced uh, by a common friend, and then you know, because he's in Long Island. Like an hour from where I am, I am is in Staten Island, New York. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's how we met and we start, you know, getting to know each other. Where did the digital dental craftsman kind of idea start to flourish? What brought it on? You know, there was some talk about creating some sort of group, you know, where we would bring technicians and together. But we had a meeting back at uh, LMT that year uh, discussing that and it didn't lead anywhere. And- whatever it kind of died out sure and then uh sander had an event that was happening uh locally here in long island so he decided one day to stop by and, and look at the lab to, to see if maybe he could use the space that i already had which in which i was already doing trainings and courses i had like computer set up and this and that for three ship courses okay yeah sander had wanted to, for a while to create courses as well and put up events and this and that so he wanted to see the space to see if maybe he would rent it out so then he came and basically was like, you know, this this is a great space, this and that. Why don't we, can I put something up here, but can you expand it? And I was like, I'm like, yeah, I mean, uh, it can be, it can happen, but, you know, I have to, you know, there's going to be some money investment involved. So he was like, I'll do it. Like, let's do it. I'll help you. So I was like, oh, sure. I'm like, yeah, okay. So that's how kind of really things started kicking off. And then once we decided to create and, and enlarge this learning center here, we decided, you know what, why don't we name the learning center something? You know, it went from there to deciding to let's come up with a group that's more inclusive of not just technicians only. And we also include dentists, you know, we have plenty of dentist friends. Mm-hmm. So we then, I don't know how, honestly, it's just one of those things, one led to the next. And then we decided instead of naming the learning center, you know, behind some name that we both came up with, we decided to name it behind a, a learning group. And then that's how the idea of uh, Digital Learning Craftsman came to be. And we ended up deciding afterwards, you know, what? why don't we invite people? Why don't we create a following? Why don't we make it, you know, feel a little bit like DTG, but focus it on education, like only instructors, only educators. Obviously, it's a huge difference between DTG and this because DTG, not everybody necessarily teaches. They're just talented people. Yeah. We wanted to focus it on education, talent. And, and all the softwares. Like I, For years, I was seeing like this division between technicians and the, you know, designers, technicians that they uh, were separated by, you know, Exocad or TreeShape or, you know, any other software. So I always uh, talk with a lot of, you know, friends in, in the field. I know a lot of people like, you know, from ceramics, removals, and everything. My, my lab is a full service, so I have a lot of friends in different areas of the dental technology. So uh, I always talk with, I have a lot of friends that they are great designers in Exocat. Uh, others are great designers in BlueScat Bio. Other ones are, or clinicians that, you know, they use implant planning software very mm-hmm. well. And also designers in TreeShape. So I always mention to them, you know, what, it would be good to have a group where, all the, the technologies, the software uh, are together and, and, you know, for them, pretty much we are using 
right now, you know, you, you cannot just use one software. You got to pretty much know a couple of, or even, you know, would be the best to know or know them all. So you can really integrate it and, and manage uh, treatment plans that nowadays, especially for full model rehabilitation is required. So that's how also we include this part in, in digital enterprisement to bring all these technologies and softwares and, and, and people together so you know we can share and, and learn from each other. Well, for sure, every software has their strength and every software has their weakness. And you're right. I mean, to really utilize them all, you got to understand them all. Yes, yeah, absolutely. So you put together this basically a room and your original thought was to put programs on just in this room, which would pretty limited on who could get to it, correct? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty simple. Like basically, like, you know, you have a room, you know, we started putting up events where it was just me and Sander, and then we wanted to bring in other people because at the end of the day, we don't know everything, you know, and we wanted to be able to have something where we taught everything. So then we were like, you know, we can bring in other instructors. And then it went from bringing in other instructors to even more and more. And then, you know, it developed into a whole community now i think we're about over 50 or 60 instructors wow and then basically everybody is yeah now now we have about six thousand uh following people following us on our study group and it was very um what do i should i say is like basically the concept went from it shouldn't just be us you know we don't know everything you know and let's bring others to utilize our space in order for them to teach and then it went from there to actually what we're developing now, which is more online education. So because uh, we have people from all over the world and we had started bringing the people to come all the way to New York to teach their courses here. And we sponsored them and this and that. But then, you know, just logistically, it's very difficult. So made it where we were like, you know, what? let's create different locations, like let's set up different locations. So we set up one in Canada. We were in the middle of, before we got hit with this virus, we were setting up some in Vegas and Spain. Wow. You know, different parts in Mexico. Absolutely. Like I had previously said to you, you know, before we went live, this thing that happened with the virus has been like a catalyst for innovation. And we definitely have been innovating in ways I don't think too many people like have been doing. And you know, we've been just coming up with ideas of ways to connect people, teach and bring education worldwide. As time evolves, like the company and the group and everything has evolved and the ideas just keep coming. So it's a very dynamic thing. And now, you know, we're definitely looking worldwide. We're not just looking at New York or even the United States. Yeah. I mean, I imagine the need for education is just as predominant in every other country. Yeah. Have you guys started anything in Ecuador yet? Uh, yes, actually. Um, yeah? Yes. <laughs> actually, we have uh, one of our instructors is from actually from Ecuador. is a doctor, prosthodontist, and also technician. And, and she has her own training center in, in Cuenca, in Ecuador. So um, that was in the plans to make it also a DDC center. But now she has a lot of programs and in Spanish. So we are in the process of the, uh, right now developing almost done with uh, two, two platforms that we are going to launch soon. And, and a lot of these programs are going to be you know, placed in this platform different languages and, and different, you know, from different countries. So she's part of this project. So, and the same thing with Colombia and uh, Mexico, Spain, 
pretty much all the instructors that right now are part of BDC, they are just waiting to these to get done and, and then, then you know, launch all these programs. So how do you guys choose your instructors? I'm looking at the list online and I mean, they're from all over the place with all sorts of different abilities and expertise. How do you choose an instructor? Instructors have become a invite only thing. Basically, we approach the person and invite them. Mm -hmm. And the way I guess we look at it is, you know, there's a lot of factors, I think. Obviously, the person has to have some sort of following. They kind of have to be out there, you know, so people actually recognize who they are in order for people to come and see what they're doing. You know, sure. otherwise, you know, it, it, it's hard for someone to pay to watch somebody that they never heard of. So they do have to have some sort of following. And obviously, they have to be doing courses already. They have to be um, doing yeah, uh, presentations and they have to be experts in, in their field in whatever it is that they're teaching. You know, I guess being in the field for so long, we see what's going on on social media. Yeah. And you're just like somebody just stands out to you and you're like, wow, this person's doing a lot of interesting things. You know, they got a lot going on and we just reach out to them and say, hey, listen, you know, you know, we have this group going or this and that. And a lot of people have already kind of, you know, heard of Digital Dental Craftsman mm -hmm. uh, to the extent that, uh, you know, it's become like a, a pretty prestigious uh, group to kind of be part of. So when we say it, I mean, when we're like, hey, you know, do you want to join? And they're just like jumping off their, you know, <laughs> it's yeah, I like, bet. Like what? So, yeah, it's made it easy to approach people, you know, all over the world, like Japan. Like we got Dr. Jiro Abe from Japan and like he heard of Digital Dental Craftsman. I talked to a lot of people all over the world and they're all like, man, everybody's looking up with what Digital Dental Craftsman is doing. Everybody, You know, because I, I think at the end of the day, everybody looks up to the United States and everybody's looking at what's going on in the United States somehow or some way. So maybe this is just collateral to that. Sure. But at the same time, they, you know, it's also been because of the people that are part of the group that people look at it and they're like, wow, like, look at the people that are involved. You know, we would like to be up there with these people. How does that feel to be so recognized in an industry that's, you know, pretty small to be recognized all over the world for something you guys came up with less than two years ago? No, it's only a year. A year. a year even i think we just like hit a year a few like yeah. maybe a few weeks a ago or months ago, months yeah. ago yeah that's insane yeah you know I, I there's there's definitely like a higher power to it i think not, but things don't just happen by luck you know some something else is involved i have no idea well i could tell there's a lot of hard work going into this i mean it's not like you guys are just letting it oh, happen yeah. organically yeah no i mean it, it did start organically but yeah. yeah it's a lot of hard work also, it helps that we have been in the industry for quite some time and mm -hmm. I've been having a, a lot of presence online in social media for yeah. quite some, some years. And also from from since I started, you know, participating with the DTG uh, group and Damage Goods also for years. So I, I got to know a lot of people and met a lot of people and make friends from with them, you know, clinicians. I also took a lot of courses and programs every year during the past six years maybe four or five courses every year I was flying all over and, and going to courses any every course that i wanted to take yeah to to you know always try to get you know more education so i met a lot of people and um and, and that was a help also jeffrey on his side you know his relationships that he has with tree shape and, and the same thing with social media in in the things that he does so um, 
I, I think that came handy when this happened. I think that's one of the reasons in one year we, we were able to pretty much get this group recognized somehow and, and have a lot of followers because of, you know, we already had a, a presence before individually. So I think putting that together and, and even more after we start adding and structures, you know, um, working with us uh, from different platforms. So um, that, I think that also helped, you know, because uh, most of them were good friends, are good friends of, you know, of mine and Jeffrey too. So, and they are great technicians, you know, all of them are great technicians and, and, and educators. So I think it's a, it's a combination of everything. I think, sure. it's, it, I think it's timing and, you know, things are different. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that people also like the whole idea of a group, you know, like belonging to something. Oh, sure. So I, I think it was like a combination of everything. Definitely we had created a presence you know, individually. And then, you know, we kind of combined ourselves and then we approached other people that also had a big presence. And, you know, like, like do you guys want to belong to this group? And people are like, yeah, you know, it sounds fun. You know, it sounds fun. And it is fun. You know, we've, we've actually, at the last LMT show, we had our booth there and everything. And we actually went and hung out together. We had dinner. We invited oh, sure. them. Things. Yeah. It definitely connects people and that was very fun and i think that you know people like that people like that definitely i think and then i think there's something about the logo that people also look at and they're just like man that's kind of cool like i don't want to have it. it is a great logo yeah i was gonna ask you about who came up with that logo it's it's very yeah, nice so i came up with the idea behind looking at some of the things in dentistry right and you know, I, honestly, before I even started, I prayed about it because I was like, you know, I want to do something really special. And one of the things was, you know, the symbol of health. That's yep. kind of where the whole legs thing comes into play mm -hmm. and the wings. The symbol of dentistry is the the circle with the triangle or the ring, like uh, they call it. So, yeah, you know, just put it together. Uh, the head is a mouse. Uh, that, I love that part. <laughs> Yeah, like the, the whole thing, I just, you know, put it together and it just came to life. And yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, Jeffrey is very creative. You know, he, he came with the, came out with the logo and, and a lot of the of the stuff, that the graphics that, you know, we use or, or social media or even designs, uh, you know, a lot of them come from his creation. So in that sense, he, he's the one actually, you know, putting a lot of the stuff that is, is being posted. I think a lot of what people find appealing about the group is it's focused on digital, which is such a huge part of our industry. But yet a lot of our, I won't say a lot of, but some of our industry is still anti-digital. You know, there's a lot of technicians out there that are still waxing at a bench, not really grasping the computer. And I think this is really one of the first groups that kind of pulled that niche of technology in a technician together. Did you ever get any like anti-digital technicians kind of be against your group? Uh, no, no. Actually, our group, yes, it started digital, but if you, the name was Digital Dental Craftsman because I, I was coming from the DTE group. I mean, I'm part of the DTE group and we value a lot of the craftsmanship that is yeah. being done for years. So I had that on my belt. And I've been a technician that I worked with my hands for years, and, and I still do. So um, the idea was also to include the craftsmanship that we do, but with the digital technology, with the help of the digital technology, this is a tool, you know, like a, 
anything that we use in, in to create uh, or, or to help patients developing cases, you know, the, mm -hmm. it's, it's just one part of it. So digital dental craftsman is, is kind of the union of, of both, you know, utilizing digital technology and the craftsmanship after to make restorations for uh, appropriate for patients, you know, very well planned or done. So, you know, I think we just, we felt like craftsmanship was something that was not only for the technicians, but for the dentists too. So mm -hmm. to us, it was inclusive of everybody in dentistry. You know, we're all craftsmen. And I think that the digital part was important because it, it symbolized just what it is, like the future of dentistry. And it symbolized the fact that everybody is using in some sort of some way, some sort of technology. Yeah. Obviously, dental being kind of what puts all of us in the same category, dentists and technicians. So, yeah, I mean, the name was very well thought out. You know, we, we were like, oh, you know, let's change that. You know, we have a girl, let's put woman. <laughs> but we're like, no, I mean, it's still craftsmanship, like craftsman, yeah. like at the end of the day. So, you know, instead of being politically correct, you know, in the funny thing is we have a lot of women in the group now yes. and they're all like, no, we get it. Like, you know, screw political correctness. Yeah. It's okay, you know, like they don't mind and, and, and they get it, you know, cause that the idea is not whether it's a man or a woman or whatever, it's, it's craftsmanship. Like we're all craftsmen at the end of the day. Uh, also, we need to send that we cannot just utilize digital technology without the, the basics, you know, the, the, everything that we have learned from the past, you know, working analog, we need to still have that to be able to apply digital technology properly and get the, uh, a good outcome on, on fabricating, uh, you know, prosthesis. So for patients, so so I think that's that's pretty much the idea or, or behind the the name and, and the group. Yeah, I was going to actually ask you about that. Do a lot of your programs focus on the fundamentals? We actually do have a lot of programs we're going to be putting up that are not just digital programs. We're going to be doing programs on ceramic, on things that maybe don't even involve sometimes the digital part. Mm -hmm. But, you know, in combination, at the end of the day, they, you know, they need to be done in combination. Like if you take a course in ceramics, you know, it doesn't mean that you don't need to learn how to, you know, how to yeah, how to design, you know design. what I'm saying? Especially nowadays, every single office that's building a lab or every single laboratory is looking for a ceramics slash CAD CAM technician. You know, that's like the hottest thing. So. And, and I think the reason behind it is because they want to have someone that has the knowledge in the background of the hands-on work before the digital. You know, I, I was talking to someone when we were in Chicago. It was actually one of the cab drivers that was driving me around when we were in Chicago. And the guy was talking about how he was an architect. He was doing Uber, you know, on the side mm -hmm. and talking about how architects used to like build the actual building in cardboards and all of that and they would do the whole the whole building by hand oh yeah before they ended up you know selling it to someone and they built the actual building and now he's like you know that's all gone it's all gone there's no no one's doing that anymore and barely they're even barely even teaching it in the schools it's all digital sure but we but you know it's a different field obviously like you know obviously building a whole building is, is <laughs> it's a lot more complex but you know when it comes to teeth i think that you need to have that background in order for you to do it 
not that you can't do it because I actually we, we have some people in the group that don't have the background mm -hmm. and they're really good at designing and they're really good at teaching and I think what it really does is it the technology is a tool and it makes it easier to learn how to do a nice case digital by implementing the digital oh sure. you know what I mean like, I think that's really what it is it's a tool but then at the same time it allows for someone to learn quicker how to do it too you know maybe when someone designs a, a single crown if they were trying to do that by hand it would probably take a lot of time before they were able to make it look just like they did on the design oh sure. you know I mean? yeah but i think it speeds up that process and it allows for teaching things a lot quicker yeah the learning curve is definitely a lot easier it, it, yeah it improves the learning curve yeah it, it, absolutely i mean we have technicians here at our lab that's I don't think they've ever hand waxed a crown. I don't think they've ever, but they've learned it all on computers and they're quite good at it. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. Like it helps the learning curve. And at the end of the day, can they get to the same place that a technician that knew the, the, the analog world knew? Yeah, I mean, really can. Uh, and probably faster than it took the analog technician. But there's other things involved in, in creating a smile that, you know, some of the old school elements really come in just really you know extra handy especially in ceramics like you know making something really look beautiful line angles things like that like i feel like that's some of the stuff that gets lost in digital yeah i see what you're saying the whole thing has been very well thought out you know <laughs> definitely hasn't been something that was just like thrown in, in the, you know randomly yeah but you guys did a hell of a job to do it in a year <laughs> yeah oh no yeah it's crazy Thank you. So I noticed that you got a couple of denturists involved with your program. Mm -hmm. It's not legal, or it's not, sorry, I've learned the wrong way. It's not regulated in uh, New York. How did you guys get connected with the denturists? Uh, like I said before, you know, a lot of them are also part of the, you know, different groups. So, yeah, you know, uh, from social media. So I have a good, very good friends, good, uh, talented denturists and, and from Canada, most of them. Uh, other ones in, in Portland, Oregon, and worldwide is is also a career that is present in another country. You know, sure. In the UK and also in Australia, I in, invite them to be part of it. I think is they're also part of the profession. You know, we have a dental assistants also participating. Oh, really? Yeah. Our, our group, we encourage also uh, dental assistants to pretty much learn. Uh, you know anything they would like to learn on, on the digital um, aspect of I think right now um, a lot of the dental assistants are becoming um, technicians you know yeah. like so um, uh, I think uh, everybody who is, is in, dent in the dental field you know or is, is part of the, this industry they have something to to share or to share to others so I think the tourist is is, is pretty much uh, one of those professions that you know they are clinicians and they are technicians and and they're pretty much like a you know like a short version of a prosthodontist so i would say so you know um one of the things about digital dental craftsman is it's an open platform for everybody mm -hmm. uh, it's not just dentists or technicians we we really wanted to bring in orthodontists surgeons everybody you know like you know let's just bring everybody together at the end of the day that's how we felt about it. i mean look technicians are now doing surgical guide planning now we're talking with dentists we're talking with the surgeons we're 
you know, yeah. we're doing all kinds of stuff. So we are all part of the team, you know, absolutely all exclusive. Yeah. And then ultimately what that's what we want to do with digital dental craftsmen, bring education, online education for every single one of these, uh, you know, disciplines, you know, like, you know, for assistance, for mm-hmm. dentists, for orthodontists, periodont, you know, whatever, everybody, everybody. So that that's that's our goal is to just be inclusive of everyone. And you offer all this for free? Yeah, no. So right now we, we did a lot of free education on social media through this whole virus situation. Mm-hmm. We're doing up to like five every every day, five days a week. We were doing two presentations a day. I mean, you know, we were at home too. So, you know, yeah. everybody was at home. So everybody was like, yeah, let's do it. Let's I do get it. it. Yeah. And people were very uh, open to share their knowledge and this and that. So now, you know, now that's a little bit post-COVID, you know, we're definitely not going to do it like that. Everybody goes back to work, you know what I mean? So, yeah, you got jobs. <laughs> are we going to do it? Uh, is there going to be a lot of free education? Absolutely, yes. We're going to have a lot of free education. That's why we, we, we open our uh, study group. We create our Yeah, so then, yeah, we did, we decided to create these presentations under a branch of, of a study group, right? Okay. And then we created, you know, what we call online. Digital Democrats Study Group Online, and then you know, it went from there to now us bringing something new that is something I had mentioned to you that we're introducing, which is uh, online education, not only through our website, but through uh, like an actual virtual reality, right? Like presenting to people uh, courses and events through a an environment that's online that you feel like you're there. You can talk to people, you can chat, you can, you know, uh, meet you can share business cards, you know what I'm saying? Like just like a, a whole online uh, community for dentistry. And that's where we're kind of leading it to now where people can, can still watch mm-hmm. a lot of the events that are happening for free, but we won't have them on Facebook the way we've been doing them. We're going to be holding the events within our new platform that we're going to be launching soon. So this is an idea where a, a viewer can log in watch the presentation but still interact with the other people that are there for the presentation yes it's a virtual reality platform similar like uh, you know everybody will have like an avatar so they can get into these uh, virtual convention center where it's auditorium pretty much like any convention center would be also you know sponsors or they have, will have a booth oh really and they can actually interact with the sponsors or interact with the the participants then attend the presentation. So yeah, so the environment is going to be very interactive. There's going to be a lot of things like we have a rooftop. People can go hang out at the rooftop, and you can group chat, meaning like other people standing around. You can talk to each other. Uh, you can text chat within the platform. You can look at presentations together. You can join like a room where everybody gets to be on the screen. So you just walk in there and you, you can connect to a screen that everybody's kind of doing like a Zoom meeting where everybody's yeah. on. Uh, so, you know, making it a little more interactive and fun. And then, yeah, there's like Sandra just said, there's a, like there's floors for that we call pavilions that basically have exhibitors and big like everything. It's in a 3D like world. You walk around like a video game, like you can walk around. Yeah, so it's all like gamification. Yeah. So it's, it's like a video game, but it's a very realistic looking video game. Yeah. It's, very professional looking. You know, we couldn't bring to dentistry something that looked like you're playing, you know, Minecraft or no, something. Yeah, like sure, that. sure. But no, it's very real. You actually have your character. You can go to your dressing room. 
and change your character's appearance to whatever you want. You have T-shirts, you have, you know, dentist clothing, you have scrubs, you have whatever. It's, you know, you, you, you create your character, you upload your information, you have your picture on your character in your the whole business card, you know, everything about you. And then you can actually go to Boots and then purchase products or talk to the reps or it's very interactive on top of the whole thing with the, the auditorium, which is its own space. And then there, all of these study group events that we're talking about will be hosted there as well as other more private events that, you know, we have like, let's say the NGS meeting might be happening okay. there. Other groups, we've been talking to Spectrum to host their events on inside. Oh, yeah. And others. And um, basically, the, the platform is going to be on 24-7, 365. Really? So, wow. So you can log in at any time of the day, and there's always something going to be going on. So we want to make it very interactive, and we can grow the environment as much as we want. You know, just it's all virtual. So we can keep growing as, as more people are coming, maybe you know, add more things like more auditoriums or whatever. Yeah. So it's, we're almost done with it. Hopefully uh, within a week or two, uh, it's going to be ready. And, uh, and then we'll start talking to some of the companies that we're calling partners to basically let them set up a booth for free. You know, the, the first month they get to be there for free and then they get to see, you know, they get to see, you know, a lot of times when you go to these shows like the LMT show, you can't really quantify how well you did you know you don't yeah. know how many brochures went out or how many people you talked to or how many you know yeah and this stuff gives analytics for the exhibitors so they, they get to see everything all everything is from downloads of brochures to how many people walked by them or how many people interacted with with their virtual attendants everything everything so it's a it's a very interactive platform and like I said, there will be a lot of different types of events that are going to be happening, but it's all based off of education. Yeah. And worldwide. I mean, we have people all over the world. So some events are in Portuguese, some events are in Spanish, some events are in English, some are going to be Russian, you know, whatever. That is super cool. I've never even heard of this. This is like a pandemic free <laughs> dental convention. I love it. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, like I said to you about, you know, like the situation brings innovation. You know, that was one of the things we were like, you know, how do we do this? You know, how do we bring people together? Nobody's going to want to come now and this and that, uh, you know, many, many reasons. But then I think that ultimately we're not trying to do away with in-person events. You never will. They're the best, you know. Yeah. But I think that, you know, people could meet through a online platform more often and then have like one-offs or, you know, maybe two events a year that we get everybody to come together, you know, and, and then it'll be fun. I mean, they get to see the instructors in person, they get to talk to whoever they get to, you know, see events and presentations and, you know, there might be some hands-on courses. I mean, eventually that's where we would love to take. Sure. That is so exciting. I'm, I'm intrigued by this avatar. Can I give myself hair again? Is that like a thing? Yeah. 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 yeah, That's exciting. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you'll be able to do whatever you want, man. You can have long hair. <laughs> yes, I miss those days. <laughs> that's great. So that's all coming out here in the in the month of July. You're hoping to get it out? I would say August. Okay, good. Yeah, that's great. I'm excited. Yeah, August will launch that, and yeah, and you know, and, and companies, like I said, can have their boots, and they can, and even this podcast. Maybe we could talk about something interesting that could happen with Ooh. this podcast. 
we could implement it into the digital reality. Interesting, where people could stop by our virtual booth and then we could yeah. record. And oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. It's very exciting. Is it free for attendees? Yeah, yeah. No, the platform we're making it open. So yeah, you just come into a website and you log in. It's it's open for anybody to to attend. Obviously, the only times that things will get locked up is if there's a private event happening. Oh, sure. That yeah. Is, yeah. That is like you got to pay for or something like that. Yeah. You know, or if it's like let's say like a study group that has their members coming to watch. It doesn't mean that nobody else can come and watch. I mean, if they pay the membership to that study group, they can come and participate in whoever they have presenting and, and, and be part of it, too. You know, so it, it'll be open most of the time. Mm-hmm. Only the auditorium, I get closed off to private events yeah. that you probably would have to get like a specific password to attend to it. But, yeah, I mean, it's 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 an open platform for anybody to come and interact. And, you know, we are planning on creating a you know, like a job board and, uh, and allow people to, you know, send their resume to get oh, jobs. Wow. Yeah. Like it's grown. Like that, like I said before, it's a very dynamic thing. And then, you know, we're obviously, you know, eventually hoping to get into maybe like some digital magazine or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, we'll see, you know, it's all stages and little by little you, you kind of bring things out. But overall, we just want to bring something to the industry that's fun and interactive and, and people connect so that when the people do get to see each other, it's kind of like when you meet people on Facebook, you're like, hey, it's like you feel like you've known each other yep. forever. It's like, hey, what's going on? You look nothing like you your know. avatar. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think it's going to be very fun. And then the other part of it is the website itself is going to be a C credit provider for a lot of dentists and technicians. So there's going to be hundreds and hundreds of courses that people could take and, and they get C certifications and everybody's considered a student. So it tracks your, your record, what courses you've taken, you've completed, where in the middle of everything. You can bundle courses, you know, just it's going to be a very big educational platform. You know, there's going to be a whole community just on the website, meaning like a forum style. Yeah. And then there's going to be the virtual reality is open. The website itself is going to have a basic uh, subscription, which is free. That alone gives you access to the virtual reality mm-hmm. and then a whole bunch of free education. And then we are going to have a, a pro version, which is you know a subscription that you pay for sure. that will give people access to private events and it gives discounts on C credits and things like, like on courses and, you know, just something to that we can try to give back, you know, so. That's kind of how the website itself is going to flow. So all this is in work with the NBC to make sure the CE credits are good for the CDTs? Yeah, we are uh, NBC. Uh, we're a C credit provider. So nice. we, we get C credits with everything. So we're we're and, working on the SERP. Yeah, we're also working on the SERP one from for the dentist as well, even though... You know, the, the NBC one, the NBC credits are good for dentists too, but, yeah. you know, we, we want to just have everything. So, you know, it's, it's a lot of work in, in, in under a year, for sure. I have no idea how we've gotten all this done. <laughs> you know, we're, we're working on it, you know. And, I mean, uh, and we have a, I don't know if you know, but we have a, a also a partner on all these, uh, these behind the scenes and actually helping us, you know, because we couldn't done it with, with John, John Han is uh, our partner in this project. Mm-hmm. He's, he's not a dental, but he helped a lot on, on all the development and, and following up and, and having all these organized and, and be able to communicate with everybody. You know, I have my own lab. I have my laboratory. Jeffrey has his laboratory. So 
we're still working, you know, as a, any other technician and, and on top of this, you know, developing all these projects. So, yeah, that's a big part of it that this short time we could have done. Yeah, John is in the background. He's actually here. You know, he's, he sits there, proud, but he's working very hard to kind of bring to life anything that we discuss. He had a great job and just left it to come, you know, all in on this. So, you know, having someone dedicated to, you know, being able to help us bring all of these things to life has been huge uh, advantage for, for digital dental craftsmen. And most of the instructors know who he is because he's obviously there in every single event that we put up. He's there. He's managing the streaming. He's mm-hmm. managing everything, just keeping us on our toes, you know, make sure you touch, you know, talk to this guy, talk to that guy, you know, whatever, everything. So he's, he's definitely like the, the one making all the parts move in the background. You know, we just wanted to give him a, a shout out because he's, yeah. he's, he's working hard, man. He's like, he's back there. And he's, <laughs> he likes that though. Like he's, he's like that. He's strange. He like, he doesn't want the spotlight or anything. He's just like, I, I just do my thing over here. You guys do the talk. You can be famous. <laughs> and he's got nothing to do with dental no. outside of the craft. I mean, he knows a lot now. Well, I bet. Know, <laughs> I bet he's learned a lot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, from all of these courses that he's been watching and everything. After, yeah, ADM Plus uh, study group events that we have done during the pandemic. Yeah, he, he was there present and on the transmission and, and the streaming. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's learned a lot. But it's good to have someone involved outside too to get that other perspective that you might see if you weren't in dentistry or in a lab oh yeah no he absolutely brings that and he's just good with the money too man the guy's figuring out everything and he's like listen you know we could do this we can't do that we can afford it well let's talk to this let's do that yeah he controls us you know how we are passionate about something or getting into something as technician you know we believe in something sometimes and we we just want to go ahead so but he keep us on, 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 on our toes. I mean, yeah. we're both business owners. So I think that me and Sandra obviously also have a lot of knowledge when it comes business. to like business. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. he, he also, he worked in a more corporate setting. You know, that's where he comes from. So that is a huge asset. Oh, yeah. Especially since you guys are lab owners. Not only are you working, what, probably 60 hours a week at the bench. Probably. Yeah. But having <laughs> that perspective from corporate that you don't have when you own your own lab. Yeah, no, I, I think it's a huge asset because we don't have that corporate aspect. No. You know, we manage, I mean, Sender has a, a lot of people, more than me. I only have three, but Sender has like seven, eight, seven, eight yeah. people in the lab. You know, so yeah, I mean, it's it's a, it's a total different view of things. You know, he has experience working for those corporations. So trying to figure out a way for us to set this thing up in a way where, you know, because we're dealing with people all over the world. It definitely is a huge asset, yeah. Yeah. What if a technician wanted to get involved with your group? What do you recommend them to start? I mean, obviously, the website, digitaldentalcraftsman.com. What's a good advice you can give them to kind of get integrated into your program? I mean, so I think, like I said, I think the group has a very specific thing to it, right? Uh You have to be an educator. You have to you know, have a following, you know, you have to be there for a while before you can actually become an instructor for digital dental craftsmen. So you have to understand, like for us, it's also important to keep that as a very prestigious thing, as sure. a very, not, let's say, not, not to say easy, you know, not, not to say difficult thing, because we don't want to just make it like 
lose the value of what it is. We, we don't want it to just get washed by just adding everybody and their mother. So that's something that we're really careful with mm-hmm. to not just add in, you know, thousands of people just nilly willy. But as far as the technicians, you know, what digital dental craftsman provides is, you know, growth, you know, self-improvement, education, obviously. I think at the end of the day, the more you know, the more valuable you are. So it improves, you know, your bottom line as far as your career, your, you know, the money you're bringing home, you know, the more you learn, you know. So as far as wanting to become digital dental craftsmen, I would say they they need to start getting into, you know, becoming, teaching, getting a following out there, trying to come up with courses. You know, you have to do that. Otherwise, you know, how can we put up a course that you're going to do? You know, who's going to come and watch you? Nobody knows who you are, you know, and and I don't mean to be blunt about it. Just it's just reality. Like, obviously, it's not easy. Like myself, it took me a long time to to Ooh, develop so. courses and this and that. And for people to come, you know, it takes time. Sure. It takes time. So everybody really has to go through something like that. Yeah, you have to prove yourself that in a way show what you really have learned or know. I mean, when I started with the DTE, with Damage Goods, before I, I became a DTE member, it took me three years to become a DTE member. And I was constantly participating in the Damage Goods groups. And um, in a way, that helped me to grow a lot. You know, like I, I was watching all these technicians with their, their work that they were doing. And I, I said to myself, you know, I have to change the way I'm doing things and, and improve. And, and that's why I was taking courses and, and also eventually it helped me grow and uh, as a technician. So I think it's kind of the same. Mm-hmm. Any, any group in social media, you know, is developed to, you know, share and learn and, uh, and to help others grow. You know, so I think the group itself, not the instructor group, but the group that we have right now, the 6,000 followers. I mean, anyone can join and, and follow and, and participate and interact right. with everybody and ask questions and, and share. And also we share a lot of information. The instructors share a lot of information. So we are all open to, to respond to anything that other people are, they need help with, you know, in order to, for them to grow and, and, and help them, you know, and then. When courses are launched launch or, or study group meetings, you know, it's, it's more opportunity for everyone to, to keep learning. So from there, eventually someone will keep going. And if, if they really have their mindset to really uh, then later go to the other stage of, you know, teach, you know, so they, they can do that. You know, they can develop programs or courses and and, um, and and from there, they you know, they can they can start maybe becoming, you know, uh, an instructor, you know. I mean, look, one one of the things that we're going to be doing as well is on this platform that we're building, we're going to be able to put up courses Mm -hmm. uh, from different instructors. So right now we have it in a way where it's for the DDC instructors only. But we are thinking and considering, you know, giving others the opportunity to get out there. Right. And we they can create courses, present them to us. And we can put them on our, on our platform, you know, and then they can try to sell, you know, they make money. It brings in reoccurring income. And then we also get analytics from that. So if, if we see that the person is, is actually being very uh, looked at, you know, a lot of people are well, taking this person's course, then we're, you know, that raises our eyebrows to say, hey, listen, you know, yeah. to become a digital dental craftsman, like, you know, look, look, your courses are actually doing really well. I think that uh, 
that that's definitely a way for for people to to become part of digital dental craftsmen because look at the end of the day you have to you know remember that there's a lot of different uh, disciplines there's a lot of people it's not just technicians it's dentists it's, it's everybody so they have to have something to teach and Absolutely. that's you know because look at the end of the day a lot of people do beautiful work there's a lot of beautiful dentistry and a lot of beautiful crowns and and great ceramists but not everybody can teach no you know so you have to have that skill and not everybody wants to get into teaching so that cuts off and makes it even more prestigious because i think that when you think about anybody that teaches you anything you always respect that person you're always like mm. you know what like this guy taught me something you know you could have a dentist or anybody with a really big ego and you teach them something they'll like you they'll respect you there's a huge rep and respect that comes from teaching and i think that's why how we we feel that digital dental craftsman might be there for a while because i think that people will look up to the, some of these guys that are teaching them you know because Look, at the end of the day, not everybody was to sit there teaching people. No. And I think it's great that you guys are so, I don't want to use the word picky, but picky on your instructors, because we've all sat through a bunch of programs where someone's on stage talking, and it's really just a way for them to show pretty pictures of what they've done, and you don't learn anything. Yeah. And I think it's important that the person has that skill to be able to educate the audience. Yes. I absolutely agree. There's, that's another thing. Like there's plenty of dentists that present, you know, there's a lot of presentations, but you know, like who do people really want to go to watch at the end of the day mm -hmm. is, is kind of what we're looking for. Like, do people want to come and watch you? And then we'll give you the stage. We'll give you the, the presence. We'll, we'll put you on that position where people want to come and see you and this and that, and they can come even easier now with this whole virtual reality. You know, it's like you have a whole auditorium. <laughs> you know, virtually, but yeah. you, you'll have a whole thing and it's worldwide because that's our members now are still worldwide. I mean, we are thinking about uh, ideas of ways to being more inclusive of everybody else in a way. So we're, we're trying to come up with something, but right now it's still very much focused on the instructors. Yeah, I think it's great. I think your virtual is going to go huge, especially if LMT don't happen next year yeah that's no, the things it's, it's all about timing right i yeah. mean even those shows we'd be happy to talk to them too i mean there's plenty of things we can do we actually we sell this system that we're well building where we can distribute it and you know as we now that we built it ourselves we actually can sell it to dentistry but you know it's like you want to do you want to build it yourself and have it there for one or two uses or do you want to just rent the space within what we're calling DDC world yeah, and then use it the times that you need it. And, and not only do you get to use it, you get to have the presence of all of these people seeing what's going on. All of these members that may keep coming from all over the world. I have already, like when you, you know, we already kind of have the platform up. It's just that we're not showing it yet. Yeah. But when you walk in, like the first thing you see is flags. Like we have all these different flags from, like different countries. Obviously, we couldn't put all the countries in the world, but we picked like 10. Yeah. And, you know, we have all these different flags. It's really to symbolize that it's international, anybody, everybody. And then hopefully we're able to make events that happen where people come from all over the world and, and want to be there to go and, and get to meet in person. Yeah, that is so cool. I think you guys are doing a great job. And as long as you never forget the core of educating... It's going to continue with the success, I think. Yeah, we hope so. Yeah, thank, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Yes.
It's a lot of work. Yeah, I bet. I don't think you guys sleep much. I don't know how you find the time to do all this. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, uh, you gotta you multitask and, and juggle things. You, you you have to make decisions, you know, we'll see. I, I'm already thinking about selling my lab and just dedicating myself to this. I haven't made the, the decision yet, but sometimes you might have to do things like that. Wow. That's a big step. We'll see. You know, yeah. once this thing takes off, it needs that much attention, then I have to provide the, the attention. Yeah. No, I think it's awesome. We've easily hit an hour, guys. That was amazing. I think what you guys are doing are, is wonderful. Anything you want to reach out to our listener base about digital dental craftsmen that we might not have touched on? No, I think we've, we've pretty much touched on everything that we're going to be offering. Obviously, keep a lookout for what we're doing. Follow the group on Facebook. You know, a lot of things will be uh, put on there. And then we definitely want them to know that, you know, they can always come, you know, to digitaldentalcraftsman.com to just pick up and learn and add more things to their belt so that, you know, they can bring home more, you know, they can provide for their families. And at the end of the day, knowledge is not only is knowledge power, but we, we all know that, you know, the more you know, the more money you can make. So, yeah, that's how we feel about it. Just keep learning, keep growing, and we'll be there to support it. We'll be there to bring the education, and we'll be there to hopefully see everybody and the whole industry grow. You know, that's kind of our overall scope of everything is we want to bring dentistry just to higher levels. And I love the fact it doesn't matter if you're doing fixed, removable, on ExoCAD, on 3Shape, if you're a dentist or a dental assistant. It seems like there's something there for everybody. And I think that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, no. Thank you. Thank you so much, Elliot. I encourage fixed people to learn about removable. And this is a great opportunity for them to do that. I think it's great what you guys are doing. And I'm excited for this virtual thing. <laughs> as soon as I can sign up, I'm going to create myself the greatest avatar with a full set of hair and ripping muscles. And I'm going to walk around <laughs> that thing and I'm just going to learn as much as I can. I love it. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Elvis. You can have your booth there, Elvis. You can have your I'd love to do that. I would absolutely love to look at doing that. I think it's great. I wish I thought of it. I think it's cool. <laughs> it's not easy to put together. No, I don't have that kind of time. You know, we're very passionate about dentistry and we we just like to be innovative with everything we do. So, you know, we hope that people are, you know, appreciate it. You know, they know that we have really, honestly, the, the best intentions are heart. You know, there's no bad intention or anything uh, to what we're doing and ultimately you know we hope to not only connect the people here uh, in the united states but everywhere you know from all around the world and i think it's going to be it's going to be a huge community hopefully it's going to be a huge community yeah and we're fans of anything that strengthens our industry we're for it. And I think this is this is going to help. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, guys. Sander, Jeffries, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yeah, I you, see what you guys are doing. It's great stuff. And I'm thankful for what you guys are doing. And I, I think it's just going to get bigger and bigger. And I'm excited for it. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, everybody that's tuning in. We appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. We will talk to you soon. Take care, Alice. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. So thanks again to Jeffrey and Sander for joining us on the podcast. We love what they're doing and the group that they have grown. Any way we can get good quality education to our industry, you know Elvis and I support. 
So now the amazing online conference center that they are building is getting ready to launch. This exciting platform that they call DDC World will allow technicians all over the world to connect, learn, to share, to shop, all from the comfort of their home or their lab, 27-7. Uh, 24-7. <laughs> from their own lab, 24-7, meaning all day, all night, guys. So they have a launch date of August 21st. So stay tuned to digitaldentalcraftsman.com or check them out on their Facebook page for the link when it becomes available. I am super excited for this DDC world. Heck yeah. I mean, I do plan on signing up, chatting with some of the other attendees. You know, hey knows, maybe find a few guests for the podcast. Bingo. And take in some speakers. Plus their whole create an avatar. Yeah. If you want to find me on this platform, it's going to look just oh, like God. me. Yeah, it's going to look just like me. It'll be like 6'3", long flowing hair, 250 pounds, solid muscle. That's going to be me walking around, but it'll look just like me. So I'll be easy to find. Wow. I was thinking it was going to be Elvis Presley. Well, there's that too. I don't know how detailed. Could we get the chops and everything? That might be interesting. I'm sure you could. Barb, you could finally make yourself over five feet tall. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. I'll be the butt of your joke. That's okay. Wah, wah, wah. So I hope you have a super week. We'll talk to you next week. Take care. Bye. Bye. I quit. <laughs> <laughs>